Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Happy clients, more profits, less stress. That's the trifecta of the construction business. We all want that, right? Well, after working and talking with hundreds of builders and remodelers over the past two years, BuildBook has discovered the one common ingredient that determines the success of your construction business, the client experience. Yes, if you drop the ball anywhere in the client experience from the first impression to the final payment, things get super messy super quickly. BuildBook has spent the past several months developing the first-of-its-kind platform that focuses on helping you deliver throughout the client journey the one thing standing between you and achieving the trifecta of construction. It starts with marketing tools to attract the right leads, add in sales tools so you can win the best projects, and finish with project tools that knock your client's socks off. If you're looking for an unfair advantage in your business, this is it. Head on over to buildbook.co now to try it free for yourself. That's buildbook.co. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio and another edition of the Growth Series. Hope you guys are having a good day. Today, I want to talk about a case study with a client of ours from a couple of years back, actually. But I think it will really help you guys as we're getting ready to head into the new year and just thinking about growing our businesses. So in this kind of solo session, I want to talk about how to double your remodeling business in two years. And uh, again, kind of using this uh, client example and, and what we did. So a few years back, we got connected with this company. They're based out of Atlanta. And they really came to us and said, hey, we need a stronger volume of leads. So that was one challenge. But there were a couple other things going on. One is they really wanted to smooth out the seasonal lows and highs of lead flow. As you guys know, you know we're in a very seasonal industry and seasonal business. And you know that winter timeframe can be pretty slow in terms of leads coming in. And then spring is super busy. And, and then we get to work and then fall you know, can be busy, hit or miss sometimes, and then winter's typically typically slow. And so that was just a problem when you're trying to forecast, you're trying to grow. When you have these peaks and valleys, it can be a little more challenging to make decisions. And so that was one challenge. He said he really wanted to kind of build a pipeline that was more steady. And then the other piece was that he was super dependent on Google ads, Google pay-per-click. And so he wasn't ranking on page one in terms of organic. He was spending quite a bit. I want to say it was around two grand a month on Google ads, plus or minus a few hundred bucks, somewhere in that range. And so Google ads can be a powerful channel, but as some of you may know, you're just reliant on that. You have to keep putting in dollars, putting in dollars and getting the result. It's getting more and more competitive. Click costs are not under our control and they tend to go up over time. And so trying to figure out your cost per lead uh, numbers over time can be tricky to, to really get that optimized. And then the last thing was just not, he wasn't really documenting his lead information and kind of lead tracking. So n- no real CRM. And so 
as we started to work together, we said, okay, well, we need to do a few things here. And the first was really start creating user-focused content. And so thinking about developing a really strong SEO strategy. And uh, we started with a number of topics, but what we found is that blog topics that are focused on cost really started to move the needle in a big, big way. I mean, you guys have probably seen some of our other content. I think I've maybe even done a whole podcast on cost. But the reason that it's so important to talk about this is because this is what your prospects want to know. You know, They want to know what it costs to remodel a kitchen. They want to know what it costs to do an addition. They want to know what it costs to remodel their bathroom. And so whatever it is that you do, they want to know the cost. <laughs> so I, I highly recommend creating some content. I would create a lot of content. I would create blog content. I would create video content. I would create graphical content, showing the costs. I would do case studies. Hey, this project was kind of in this cost range. This project was in this cost range. And the reason is, one, they're Googling it. They're going to find it somewhere. I want them to find it from your website. Two, if you never talk about a kitchen remodel being less than 70000 and they have a $30,000 budget, they're probably not going to reach out. You know, If all they're seeing is that it costs you know, 70,000 to 200,000 to remodel a kitchen in your area. And that, because that's what you're putting in your blog posts, that's what you're putting in your video content. That's what you're talking about. They're not going to reach out. That's great. We don't want them to reach out. The more time I spend in the marketing business, the more I realize that marketing isn't just about your website, signage, social media, and print collateral. Marketing really sits across every part of your business. It starts with your brand, your signs, your website, but it continues on through the sales process. How you present yourself and your company on a sales call incorporates marketing. And just as importantly, how you deliver your service to your client is marketing. The feelings that they have in the middle and the end of the project are big factors in determining whether they will spread the word about you. At the end of the day, marketing across the entire customer lifecycle is really tough. That's why I love what BuildBook is up to. They've been working hard to bridge those gaps and solve those problems. Their new tools start on the marketing side, continue into the sales conversation, and finish with the project. Get these three elements working together and your business will be humming along. Happy clients, more profits, less stress. If you're aiming for the trifecta of the construction business, head on over to buildbook.co to try it free for yourself. That's buildbook.co. All right, let's get back to the show. We focused on cost, but we did focus on a lot of other topics, design, process. And I always say, think about the questions that your prospects ask you in the sales process. That's what they want to know. That's what they're Googling. So you might as well address that via blog content. So we started creating a lot of blog content. And then we also implemented what we call a top of the funnel lead conversion strategy. So this is for anybody that is researching, but they're not ready to start a sales conversation yet. So they're on your site, they're looking at your portfolio, they're reading blogs, they're educating themselves on design trends, on cost, on all these different things. Well, we need a way to pull them into the funnel. And so we started creating what we call premium content to capture these people at the top of the funnel. And that would be things like a cost guide or cost report, a design guide, a remodeling checklist. So people are going to put in their name, their email, and they're going to download these things. And now they're in our funnel. Now we can continue to stay in touch with them. 
as they continue to research and move forward. So that was a big part of trying to solve that smoothing out the seasonal lows and highs because people are always researching. So we can at least pull them into the funnel. We start building this big pipeline of leads, even though they're not ready today, that's okay. We're just staying in touch with them. And so that was the final piece that we really worked to implement was a really strong email nurturing strategy. And so having a great monthly newsletter, having another email that's going out every single month, driving them to blog content, driving them back to the website, to the portfolio, to awards that they were winning, basically staying in touch, trying to add value and stay in front of these leads. And so really what that resulted in was uh, that they went from about 2.6 million to 5 million in two years. So uh, massive, massive growth. I know a lot of people that we talk to, they want to double. They're at a million, they want to go to two. They're at two, they want to go to four. And so in this case, we were able to, to achieve that. And really, since then, they've been able to hold at that $5 million mark, which is great because as you go through those big growth curves, you have a lot of internal like processes and systems and hiring and things that you're figuring out. And so a lot of times you actually see companies scale up and then they scale right back because they can't maintain it. And they've done a phenomenal job of working on their internal systems, being able to keep up with the lead flow, but also keep their clients really happy and they're, they're continuing to win some big time awards. And so what this program resulted in was really more predictable lead flow, a better pipeline. We implemented a CRM so they could start tracking which channels are working, which ones weren't. And the nice thing was as this content, the blogs that we were creating and the SEO that we we're implementing and putting into place, as that started to gain a little bit of traction, gain more and more traction, we could kind of pump the brakes on that Google pay-per-click ad campaign and reduce their reliance on that. And so um, their cost per lead has gone way, way down. And they don't feel like every month they have to keep just pouring money into that channel. They can kind of keep pouring the same amount into content and SEO and getting a bigger and bigger return each year. Generally, what we see is that you'll invest more each year into content and SEO because it's working, but your cost per lead continues to go down further and further because you actually get more output out of just a little bit or a a moderate increase. Whereas with Google ads, if you want to double your output, you kind of have to double your ad spend. And so that may or may not work with your business model, just depending on your margins and what you need your cost per lead to be at. So if you're really passionate about growing your business and you want to double, and that's a, that's a number that I hear so often, know that you do need to implement a strong marketing strategy. We're huge advocates for, for SEO and content marketing because we've seen it work so well. But I would say, don't forget about the operational side as well, because if you can't maintain it, you're just going to build this system that allows you to grow, but then you're just not going to be able to keep up with it. And I would say, don't necessarily try to figure out all your operational stuff first, because I find that you just keep optimizing and optimizing and optimizing, and you never actually figure out how to grow your top line. Whereas when you start growing your top line, you go, oh, we need to get more efficient. We better build a system for this. And so the pain becomes so high that you actually are forced to solve those problems. That actually happened to us here at Builder Funnel earlier this year. We've been growing super fast. I think we're on pace for 40% this year over last year. And what we realized is as we were bringing on new team members more and more frequently, we're going, oh man, we really need a system for training and bringing them up to speed that isn't as reliant on everybody's time. And so we, we spent quite a bit of time building out a whole online learning management system for training, 
and bringing people on. That way we can bring them on consistently. They can get up to speed faster. Um, they're more effective. And so again, we knew we needed to do that, but we just never did because the pain threshold wasn't there until we started to grow a lot faster. So I'd encourage you to think about that as well. Growth tends to force those systems and those processes and those things that you need to put in place. So again, guys, this is just one case study from these guys that we've been working with down in Atlanta, I think for three or four years now. They've been awesome on there. And I always say it takes a partnership. You know, we're we're coming in to help them grow the marketing side and the leads, but they have to, you know, we can coordinate with them on helping them build out the sales technology and some of that. But obviously they're closing the deals and then they need to figure out how to operationally deliver on double the business or 50% growth or whatever it ends up being. And so it really goes both ways. And you can't just grow a business by magically hiring somebody. They can fulfill their end of the bargain, but then you've obviously got to put in your systems as well. All right, guys, that's what I've got for you today. Thanks for listening. And uh, as always, we'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.